Hello, and welcome to Heart on Fire. I'm your host, Tony Easton, and let's get this started. Samuel Adams, one of the founding fathers of the United States, said, if ever a time should come when vain and aspiring men shall possess the highest seats in government, our country will stand in need of its experienced patriots to prevent its ruin. Now, I, I can't think of any other time that quote has such meaning to us. We have a president who has lost the election and <laughs> this is funny to me, our attorney generals from several states in the union calling for that election to be overturned. They even went as far as the Supreme Court who gave their answer and these so-called Americans are fighting the Supreme Court. Now, I, I, I am surprised that the, that the Supreme Court voted the way they did, but I'm happy because they followed the Constitution. These people that are marching in the streets, these so-called politicians that are have been voted into office, that are behind this act of sedition, how in, how in the fuck can they call themselves Americans? That's going to boggle me for the rest of my life. And I hope and I pray that it follows them too. To be quite honest, as soon as the transition of power is taken, those politicians should be held accountable. It's treasonous. No, I'm sorry. Sedition. Pure, simple, right in the right in your face. And it is a call to arms to the politicians coming up into office to hold them accountable. This has weakened our democracy. And for those of you who can't see that, I, I'm not a big religious person, but I do pray for you. This didn't start with Trump. Trump is only the solution for lack of a better term is that the outcome of what has been happening in our country and this has been going on for decades we got here from my own personal beliefs and I, I have the facts to back me up so if you want to go along I, I follow me I think this started back when Roger Ells was just learning about communications when he was hired by Nixon. And they probably saw how people of color were once and for finally coming up the, rank, the racks and the reins to become politicians, entertainers, writers, doctors. And they wanted to keep the company, I'm sorry, the country white. The white man remains in power. Look at Ronald Reagan abolishing the fairness doctrine. Rupert Murdoch coming in, starting Fox News, hiring Roger Ailes. Rush Limbaugh, all the far right, right wing 
media outlets their plan to dumb down America, to dumb down those who they knew would elect them into office, who they knew would not believe if taught other means of media, other areas of media, other entities of media, to dumb them down and keep them dumb in order to stay in power. I've mentioned this before, but I mention it again because I do have a story to tell. And throughout the years, Fox News and its ilk have kept this country, or at least a large percent of this country, dumb. I'm going to leave out the white supremacists because their their hearts are way too black. You can't reach them. Most of them anyway. But keeping America dumb to stay in power, to keep America run by white men. Oh, you can have a, a black person here or there. That's cool. You can entertain us in your movies and television shows, but you can't run the country. Donald Trump is a result of all of this madness, all of this hatred. And you know what? It's gotten out of hand. They don't know how to control it. Reagan's long gone. Ailes is gone. Murdoch is holding on still holding on to helping to ruin this country. Fox News, they run amok. They don't know what to do. But yet they, 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 they continue the hatred going. And now they don't know what to do and they can't back off because that's going to admit that they were wrong. And now we have people in the streets who choose to be willfully ignorant, who choose to hate and call themselves patriots. We have attorney generals, politicians, who have stomped on the Constitution and then raised their right hands and swear to protect it. We have the Sean Hannity's of the world, the Laura Ingram's, the Tucker Cul- Cul- I'm sorry, Um, Tucker Carlson's of the world continue to feed that hate that disinformation that misguiding and now these people are so fucking twisted up they don't know where what direction to go in they don't know what to get information from I don't think they even know their own existence they don't know they're being played of course they don't they've been taught to look the other way they've been taught that they cannot be fools and everything they accuse others of are wholeheartedly taking over their life so how can they call themselves patriots They're blind, brainwashed. We know this. I'm not repeating anything new. They've been taught 
to basically I know let, let me rephrase that I'm positive most if not all of these people have not read a word of the Constitution or the Declaration of Independence or the Bill of Rights but yet Fox News and this ilk Lush, Rush Limbaugh Breitbart keep telling them that they're being shafted based on their constitutional rights and they have no idea what those rights are. They just know their white privilege is being threatened. They just know that as long as they vote against health care and things like that, that they're hurting the other half when they're actually hurting themselves in this country. And that boggles my mind. I want to call on the politicians coming into office to bring these people to justice. How dare they? How dare they question our democracy to stay in power? And it's not just about power, economic power, political power. It's racism too. You can blindly see that. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> you can see that. It's right in front of us. So blindly see it's not what I was trying to say. I was just saying it's blatant in front of us. And they don't care anymore. They don't care how they look. And I'm pretty sure by now they're thinking, oh, what did I do to my political career? Oh, I might can survive it. There's some dumb people out there that still vote for me. You want examples? Mitch McConnell, Lindsey Graham, Susan Collins. When the fuck are they still doing in office? Because they've been taught, their base, their voters have been taught to hate. So yes, politicians, the upcoming administration, hold these people accountable. Take them to court. Accuse them of what they did and you have the proof and that's sedition. And these voters talking about patriotism, America, they don't know what the fuck they're talking about either. They've been so blinded and twisted and brainwashed. I, I don't even think they, they can shit straight without hate. You want to know about patriotism? Imagine being born into a country, a country that was told was belonged to you. And you get hated, you get segregated, you get told you can't, you get told and um, made to not reach a certain goal. Might not always have happened, but for the majority it did. Your country goes to war and you go and fight in that war for the democracy, for freedom. And you come back to that country that still treats you like you're a second-class citizen. I'm talking about the soldiers that have fought in the wars of this country. The soldiers of color, people of color. 
only to come back and be stomped on over and over and over again. And then it's like holding up the Constitution to them and saying, this is America, but not for you, even though you were born here. These idiots don't know nothing about patriotism or America. They just know about being white. And all my life, I wondered what in the world, what book, what spiritual entity, what on this planet were they told they were the chosen people, the majority, the great race. And if you look throughout history, you find where they manipulated, held back, and spilled their poison just to prove their own point. You want to know about patriotism? You want to know about America? I was born in a small town in Georgia, not in a hospital. I was born in a house with a midwife. And the first five years of my life, I spent in the segregated section of this town where we called the projects. Didn't know about skin color then. The people on TV looked the same to me as the people in the neighborhood. They looked the same to me as when we went into the town square. And when my mother moved us to Washington, D.C., I learned about racism. Black history was on the curriculum of the schools I attended in Washington, D.C., the ghetto schools, of course. Segregation again in the big city. They taught us about slavery. They taught us about black history, those individuals who worked through the ranks, who worked and became a a part of history, not just cultural, but national. They told us about the civil, the civil rights movement, which was still fresh in the annals of black history. Still fresh. We were all five, six, seven years old, and these things had happened seven, eight, nine, even you know, years be, beyond. And we were being taught about civil rights. We were being taught about America, in which we will also work up through the ranks to show America that freedom is possible that dreams are possible they taught us to be upright law abiding respectful black men and women they taught us about the freedom that America had promised us but you held back to deliver. And maybe it was up to us to make that come true. Every grade I've, I've, I've attended in school in D.C. had black history and black studies on their curriculum. And every teacher told us that we can be anything we wanted to be. We just had to work harder. We had to show more class. We had to have a backbone made of steel. 
then my family moved to my father's hometown in North Carolina, small southern town in the mid-70s. And there, I encountered racism. Segregation. Yep. Blacks are still separated from the whites. Even, even on the dirt road we lived in, lived on. One part was all black. Another part was all white. And the things I learned while going to school in North Carolina. Yeah. There were friendly white people. There were white people that believed that we, the black people in the town, should also have their rights to live as humans. But man, those races far outnumbered them. <laughs> they far outnumbered them. There have been racist fights in the school, seen racist name calling. There was um, even once where all the black kids got together for a for one of the extracurricular clubs because in all the other clubs they continued to nominate all white officers. So we decided to get together, join this club, and nominate all black officers. I remember writing a play and I wanted to produce it, direct it on stage. We, we, I got a, a, a teacher to be the sponsor. I got all white and black kids to be involved. And then one day, all the white kids dropped out before I could ask the principal for permission. And when I did go ask the principal for permission, he looked me in the eye and he said, you can only put this play on if there's both white and black people. I explained to him all the white people that had dropped out for reasons I did not know. And then he, he looked me in the eye and refused to, for me to do this play. That's what it was like in the 70s and early 80s of North Carolina. The segregation, racism. People wanting to fight just because you're black. <laughs> Most people not even coming together. Still, when we moved there, there was no black history on the curriculum. None at all. I think I barely saw some books in the library. But there was none, nothing. <laughs> it was all North Carolina history and the world history in the 10th grade, United States history in the 11th. Nothing black. And that was kind of a, a culture shock to me growing up in the ghettos of, of D.C. where we did have black culture. Black exploitation movies were were in 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 their um, big entertainment then, and of course, learning about black history and, and black culture, and of course, cornrows, which was stolen from us. <laughs> um, 
Yes, I was talking about being back in, in D.C. Yes, it was a culture shock. Because we went, or I went, from being taught about black heritage, Jim Crow, and how we were held back to being actually in the mix of it and being told to keep your place. Basically what these politicians and attorney generals are trying to say right now. So I decided to join the military. I wanted to get away. And when I took that oath, something came over me. All of that black history, what I've been taught about freedom, how the government works, how I have to work harder than the white guy next to me in order to gain that freedom. And I promised in my heart to protect this country, the one I was born in, the one that held me and my ancestors and my brothers and sisters back. I swore to protect it against enemies, foreign and domestic. And these domestic terrorists want to take all the opportunity I've, I've been given, I've worked for, just so they can feel that privilege that they've had their entire lives without doing anything. Spreading it through misinformation, getting the weakest of us and brainwashing them. When these politicians and these news outlets should have been bringing us together. Just like Barack Obama tried to do when he got into office. And yet they continued from the time he was elected until the time he got out of office to berate him and downplay his legacy. And don't say it's just because he was a Democrat. And you know it. So that's what it was like to grow up black in this country to learn about freedom only to not accept the fact that the freedoms are for white people and not you but to know that fact and the work to and the work you have to do to abolish it and now we got these knuckleheads around here trying to destroy our democracy so they can stay in power. So they can prove that unfounded thing they've told themselves centuries ago that they were the master race. You know what? Come on, people. Because no one's backing down from this fight. You know you're wrong. And you want to try to scare us with guns and violence. Bring it on. That's what I say. Bring it on. When you go high, when you go low, we can go high. But motherfuckers, we could be just as fucking sneaky. 
All right. I want anyone listening to this to call into your congressmen, your senators, your governors, to be these people who try to usurp our democracy to punishment. Sedition is punishable by law. All right. This is Tony Easton. Thank you for joining me.